I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Barf Barf. Home of all your barf needs. I like that. Thank you. Welcome, barfers. Welcome, barfers. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I, no, I like barfers, the sound of it. maybe not. Yeah. I was never on board for the title, frankly. <laughs> don't you try and back, back away now. Uh, this is well, the name of our empire we've established. You're right. This is how we stop working real jobs. Can't wait till that starts, because I mean, today was a little brutal. It was a little brutal, but we're happy to be here. Uh, so happy to be with you. Top order of the day. Yes, indeed. Per usual. Is As our, always. Is a shout out to our new Patreon. So yes. Welcome, new Patreon patrons. One, the lovely Julia Benfeld. She is just the most tough and beautiful woman I have ever known. <laughs> That sounds silly, but no, I mean, like, I legitimately freaking mean it. Yep. You're a badass, and I adore you. Uh, And next we have uh, Sarah Wildeman. Another badass to add to the delightful many... uh, Pile of Patreons. Pile of Patreons and the beautiful, incredible people that may or may not be runners that we adore, and we don't know why you like us, but thank you. So note to self, not sure how I feel about the term barfers, not sure how I feel about the term pile of patrons. No. No, neither of those. Just test... Test running a few things. But I do like the sound of growth thing, so, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Like the sound of me drinking bubbles, Rheingeist, slowly into a microphone. And today I'm drinking pre-mixed Jose Cuervo light margarita. I used to judge you and I never will again. My goal uh, through this series of podcasts is to showcase, yes, showcase all the different trashy ways that you can consume alcohol. Jose Cuervo light margarita... Rockstar and Champagne. That's my fucking jam. Every kind of Moscato, yeah. Bubbles, Pink. You do love some shitty, shitty-ass wine that's cold. I love some cold. shitty-ass, shitty-ass that stuff. I also don't judge you on that anymore. Now that it's summer, I just want all my wine to mm-hmm. be cold. Mm-hmm. Um, we was... got to enjoy some delicious shitty bevies, beverage, shitty bevies in, um, in a delightful pond. With some delightful people this weekend, and we'd love to tell you about it. So we've been hyping up the McChesney Ultra Running Camp for, it's probably been two months Yeah, absolutely. Um, Where we got to be guest speakers and guest attendees. I feel like guest attendees sounds better than guest speakers, because we didn't just show up and talk at people and then leave. No, we we did all the things that everybody else did. Yeah, so we got to go down to McChesney, which is in southern Ohio, in this little pocket of paradise. Absolutely that. That... Brianna and Reese Brown, the mayor of our hearts, have set up in Lucasville. <laughs> 78 acres of house, porch, trail, trail, woods, stage, pond. Like a lit stage, y'all. Also, a parking lot that has its own portage on. Like, when you have a home in the woods that has a parking lot and a portage on, you have arrived and you're also asking for Woodstock 3 to happen. And I really think we should be clear that Reese has done all of this by himself. Just because he thinks it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> which is even crazier. Yes. So it was a delightful weekend. We uh, showed up on Friday. The event started on Thursday, but we both actually had to work. I know, boo. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get there, people. Yeah. Um, and when we got there, they were all oh hanging out in the pond. It was just the most beautiful ideal. There was like... A dragonfly crested the top of the water, and two wet dogs leapt to greet me. 
I mean, I had that moment of like, what if everybody's already done having all the fun and everything's over and I have to go right to my tent and sleep? Because we just want people to hang out. We, yeah. We just want people to hang Always. out. Mm-hmm. And they were in no hurry. They had been in the pond for three solid hours before we arrived. Unless you think this is an exercise in uh, slothness, they had already done their run earlier in the day at Shawnee, led mm-hmm. by the delightful Michael Owen, uh, snaps, with snaps. some tips and tidbits that he was sharing with them as they did their run. You know, just giving them the tip. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the name of his new podcast. Yeah, just, just, just the tips with Michael Owen. Just the tips and tidbits. I can say that because I don't think he listens to that. <laughs> so they went to Shawnee Friday, and then by the time we got there, they had they had earned their pond beers. They had also gone running on Thursday night. So yeah. they... I honestly am so deeply impressed with the almost completely newbie ultra runners that ended up racking up 37 miles over the course of one weekend. And just that is be- some beefy ass miles. And not miles. just 37 miles. It was 90 plus degrees mm-hmm. on those days. Mm-hmm. And it was on hilly southern Ohio trains. Yeah. So Shawnee is no joke. We... Uh, we led a group run Saturday morning, and they we ended up doing 15 miles with 16 miles with 16 miles with 2,500 feet of gain. Nothing to sneeze which at. There's no cakewalk. I mean, that's equivalent to a loop at Great Seal, which is one of the higher elevations. Oh, that yeah. makes me feel really good. Yeah. Huh. So, just for an equivalent sake, huh. so Reese's cool. property is like uh, super hilly and. So yeah, a, a bunch of hard asses that pulled miles out of their butts. Really, and like. Didn't complain at all. This was the most, uh, I feel like this was a perfect group for this first year, and uh, I look forward to them coming back every time. They really just... Just the best attitude. Just Mr. Magoo and Ultra Rank. Yeah, I mean, and I'd like to say a big shout out to my new friend Bushra, who is not accustomed to running long, running hilly, or running hot, and just like turn herself inside out to give in the miles and I'm just like so insanely impressed yeah. and also you're just a delight to be around and I adore you it was awesome it was really cool so just really nice to meet everybody and like the 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 venue just doesn't leave anything to be desired no absolutely I mean um, uh, I don't I mean I would say maybe three times a year I stop and turn to you to say I'm having a perfect moment and I got one of those in this weekend where I was just like Holding a margarita and like a cup of pineapple, sitting in a pond with a bunch of people that I enjoy the company of, and I was just like, I just can't imagine how this would be better. I just did a really hard run. I have booze. Someone's cooking me pizza. I just I don't know when I could be more happy than this. So yeah, if you did not come to Ultra Running Camp this year, you should come. You, you should better. come to the next thing, or we're working on our own women's retreat for next year. We like, are. We uh, are. We're. It was just, it was just, it was delightful. Um, it was also the most, like, whirlwind 26 hours. Like, somehow yeah. we packed a lot in, in we did. 26 hours. We left town on Friday, met, met a whole batch of new friends. Yeah. Uh, we gave a talk about running your first ultra. Or I shouldn't say running your first ultra. We talked, our presentation was around running an ultra, and mm-hmm. we talked about, like, whether you're a beginner or a pro. Sure. Um, and it was, it was also really fun to be around brand new runners that were yeah. considering running yeah. an ultra because you forget some of those like really early on questions that happen like we answered a lot of questions about mm-hmm. feet i touched oh, lots yeah. of strangers feet which, i really want to like, have a feet clinic so bad so it turns just, out like bring us your feet so it turns out you want to lick strangers faces and i just want to touch, touch their, their feet. feet you do yeah annie was like 
take off your socks. And we were just, like, diagnosing people. And I feel like we can say with pretty good authority what's going on with, like... Because we've experienced Your toe a box is too short or too narrow. Or you're not getting enough breathability. You're not draining well enough. You're not wearing the right kind of socks. Your toes are touching. You need more lube. Like... I feel like we can say pretty much what's going on. I really do want to host a foot clinic. Yeah, and I think uh, it gave me an idea for a future podcast episode, which is like the top ten things I knew, wish I knew about ultra running before I started. Oh, yeah. Um, I Not think to do it, number one. Piss poor job, host. <laughs> so Running, running what, is dumb. I running think, really long is even dumber. Welcome to our ultra running podcast. So one of the things I found myself repeating over the course of the weekend was was like, things should not uh, hurt. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. there's a difference between like your legs are tired because you're running more miles than you've ever had. But like, if you, you lost have, the bottom of your foot, right? You need to do some to problem solving. Like, yeah, you don't need to like thwart yourself no. repeatedly. You don't have to grin and bear. No, like. A lot of foot stuff, a lot of chafing stuff. Losing a labia, yeah. No, no, no. don't do that. Keep your labia. Keep your labia while you run. Keep all of them. So novel. (laughs) Keep all your labias. I don't think that's the plural. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's move on. But yeah, what a a, a fun way to kick off the weekend. Yeah, oh, I'd like to also mention, just because this adds value for me, because uh, as a person in my 20s, I spent almost all of my big weekends away at music festivals in the woods in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of strangers. I'm glad you're mentioning this. And I got to have some live folk music. We had a private concert of live folk music under the moonlight with the bullfrog singing. And I was just like, oh, baby. I was eating someone's homemade granola bar. A skunky, smelly dog was sleeping on both of my feet. Someone was singing me folk music. I was just like, this is just, this is everything I ever wanted. It was delightful. It was so good. We made our own little concert with a kazoo, a harmonica, and a cowbell. Um, things I wish I knew, but as an ultra runner, you should pretty much always have a cowbell and a, oh. a bullhorn or a megaphone Yeah, yeah, with yeah. You. Wherever you go. I mean, if you're cheering. Yeah, people wondered why I had those with me, and I was like, because I'm a runner. What? Ob. <laughs> <laughs> What's in your Patagonia bag? Right. Good. It all came in handy. Yeah, it did. I'm trying to think if there's anything else you want to say on the camp before we move on. Just really proud of those people. Really happy to be part of that for the first year. And looking forward to many more pond beers. Oh my god, yes. I I wish... There is some small part of me that, like, wishes I could live down at McChesney Mm -hmm. Athletic Club. Just to... Just to reap the benefits of being friends with them and just, like... Get you some of that good good. Yeah. Eat their food, sleep on their deck when I'm drunk. Like, I just want to be in there, man. I didn't even think about the idea of sleeping on their deck. Oh, Oh. my God, right? Oh, no, I've I've fantasized about this whole world. They should have a hammock, though. Get a hammock, Reese. I'll bring you a hammock, Reese. Um, So, real quick turnaround. I came home... I'm pretty sure I went to bed. Can't really remember what I did. Really? I so we got home at like I have no five? idea. No, it was earlier than that. It was like three. We got home at like three. And I blanked out because I'm extremely tired and busy. I have no You're sad you weren't gonna have Saturday night party time. Uh-huh. Did that actually hold up? Did you n- refrain from party time on Saturday? I I wish everyone could see your face because it's blank. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you water tortured me, I couldn't tell you what it did on Saturday night. Good thing I don't have any water. Yeah, right? <laughs> I have no clue. So I, I went to bed, 
And then Annie, hold up, before we transition to what I did, what did you do Sunday? Clap, 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 clap. I did three hours at the dam finally. Hell yes. Yeah. I'm pretty jazzed. I'm pretty jazzed. Thanks for giving me my kudos, friend. Fuck yeah. So there is a bucket of like truly awful things that we do to ourselves. One is like incline treadmill sessions. Yeah. Uh, stair mill, you know, some people have jumped on that wagon, but like true incline treadmill session, there's only a handful of us that are will it that are committed to that yeah. idiocracy. Sure. Damn repeats and mm, other like juicy. massive hill repeats. Those juicy. are in that bucket of horrible yeah. things that, you know, separate us from the common folk. I hope so. But all season, this is my fourth time of the season. All season it's been like, I made it an hour. I made it an hour 20. I made it two hours. And every time it's felt like, I need a hospital, an IV of smoothies. I need smoothies. And, and not in the fun way smoothies. that you think of a hospital. No. You know, in like a hard way. Yeah. In like an actual hospital way. Yeah, not in like a, ooh, that sounds comfy kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and I've promised myself every time that I would do three hours and it's really just been murdering me. So this is the first time that I feel like I finally got to experience my fitness this season. I think speed work has definitely leveled me up. Finally. Finally. And you've been doing speed work for how many weeks? Two. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. So take that as an encouragement, uh, Barfnation? Nope, that's not it either. Barfnation. Blame it on my ADD, baby. Uh... But, so if you invest in speed work, you could potentially have, reap some quick rewards. For me, yes. When I put in anything over seven miles of speed, I, I'm a much sharper runner. Huh. I did seven miles of speed last Wednesday, and I felt invincible. And Sunday. earlier that same week, so that's when you did your four by one mile repeats at a 7.30 7.45 in the end. But, yeah. I don't know, Strava always seems to rob me. Yeah. But still, I thought they were 7.30. As a person who's legitimately started to say sub-12 pace, <laughs> 7.30 seems like... <laughs> I must admit, if I'm running outside this summer, I'm running an 11.45. Yeah. Like, no shame in my game. I'm going to go so that I can go for longevity. I want to finish my run. But, like, this summer's so hot and so humid. There's been so many air quality alerts. I'm running between 11s and 12s. Without fail, unless yeah. I'm running speed work. I'm running between 11 and 12s without fail or shame. Yay! I'm feeling myself. But yeah, so you've done two we two weeks of speed work, had like, a, your, I consider that pretty hardcore for mile repeats, mm -hmm. three hours on the motherfucking dam mm. on a hot day. Mm -hmm. So good. Yes. And, and honestly, has your watch told you you're peaking yet? No, my watch there? told me my VO2 max dropped by five. And what? I'm, I'm gonna, what is it today? Can you look at it today? Yeah, I can look at it today, okay. but I, I will chalk, I will seriously chalk that up to humidity and the quality of the air. I, because by this time every summer, I'm usually at like 47, 48, and mine just dropped to 43. It dropped five, five or six points in the last couple weeks. That's funny, because mine's at 42, and it just kind of hangs out there. This is the lowest I've ever been. 43, really? Ever. Oh. Ever. It, this is the lowest. Usually I'm in the purple. I like to stay in the perps. You're so, that's funny. I'm always in the green. In the I'm green. always in the middle. Just so funny because you finish races and I don't. <laughs> that's because there's not a color bar for your brain power. <laughs> oh no, Lord's about to do a spit take. 
I'll turn it down for just a oh, second. Oh, shit. However, my watch is telling me that I'm unproductive. Oh, no, which, mine is telling me I'm wicked unproductive. I mean... Yeah, my fitness... What? Fitness like, what down, is load that? up. Fitness down, load up. That ass down. That is, <laughs> that is bullshit. So. Wait, then your ass goes up. Face... What's this... That's a terrible song. The 90s were a bad Face time to be... Down, ass, ass up. up. That's, that's the way we like. listen Don't to music in our garment Yeah, watch. that's right. <laughs> Boy, the 90s were a bad time for women. I don't care too much about my Garmin screaming at me about fitness, but when it says unproductive, yeah. I'm like, want, bitch, you know how productive I've been this week? I want to find a way to crack yeah. that glass. I want to, like, climb in there and be like, do you know how many reports I fucking completed today? <laughs> you don't know me! You don't know me! <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? I don't know. Uh, VO2, oh. fitness. Yeah, I Coming into your fitness. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Speedwork. about, like, peaking because we're... So I we am are not peaking. So how far are we out from Trans Rockies? Today is we're like today's the fifteenth. Uh huh. We've got we've got like twenty eight days. Four weeks. Okay. Yeah. So we should be peaking in about two weeks. Oh, that means I get to taper soon. That's hysterical. I should probably ramp up before I do that. <laughs> we still have two weeks, I think, to peak. Yeah, I'm, unfortunately I'm not going to be able to find much vert this weekend because I'll be in the land of sad in Cleveland visiting yeah. my parents who've abandoned us. Just run into the ocean and then run back out. You know, the ocean, that's what mm-hmm. I called it today too. <laughs> yep. There's no hills in Cleveland to do anything like that? There's minor hills in CVNP, which is where I'm headed, but there's you can't get those yeah. crazy vert miles in CVNP. Yeah. It's hmm. the Cuyahoga National Valley Park. Mmm. For, a, for our West Coast friends. <laughs> All two of them. Hi, West Coast friends. Uh, we ting. would say ting, but Annie's drinking out of a rubber cup today, so there's no... Ow! 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 That makes it sound gross. It's fabulous. It is fabulous, but it's also a rubber cup. You know, and I, I put ice in my drink, too, and you yelled at me about that last yeah. time, and no I No jingle jangles. I know, I'm sorry. I don't do gum during the podcast. Well, it's okay. They're already dealing ice. with the family of birds that live in your wall. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> wow, this episode went off the rails real fast. That's, That's okay. okay. You cu- you tuned in for the tangents. Enjoy. And Buckle in. now I would like to say, so, I went to bed or did whatever. I watched Veronica Mars to catch up for the new season, and Annie did a fast turnaround and went straight north. Yes! So, I got home after the camp, took a shower, changed my packing. I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> took my stuff out that I packed for camp and that put makes new it stuff. like you pulled, like, gauze out of an open wound. Yes, that's what I wore. <laughs> uh, because I went up north into Michigan for an event called the Turtlehead Paddle-O. I love any race that has turtle in the name, and I won't. I won't go two ways. And I have. <laughs> That's a very definitive stance to take on a pretty obscure topic that probably no one would challenge you on. But whatever, bubbles, fabulous. So uh, it was really cute because the island that we started on it looks like a turtle head with like a lower jaw and everything. It. It was super yep. cute. So I went with my brother-in-law Adam, who. Bless his heart. He's been, he's been on extended hours at work, working literally sixty to eight hours a week. He's been working night shift for the last three weeks. Holy he has cow. not had Saturday and Sunday off since May. 
And so he took that time to be with you? Yes. So we we were joking about... He has two children. Yeah, so we were joking about his co-workers being like, oh, did you get to hang out with your family? And for him to be like, no. And they'll be like, oh, did you hang out with your wife all day? And he'll be like, no. No. Like, oh, did you get to at least get some time to yourself? No, I spent the time with my sister-in-law. In a boat. In a boat. In the sun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have been talking about doing, uh, Adam and I have been talking about doing an orienteering kind of thing of any kind for quite a while. the background that, about how Adam feels about being on a boat in the river. Uh, yeah, that's Adam's happy place is paddling in a kayak. Yeah. So this was a good marriage of things, no pun intended, <laughs> uh, of, like, I'll say my stuff and his stuff, mm-hmm. so orienteering and paddling, um, and... He also used to be, or not used to be, I guess you always are one once you are one. He's an Eagle Scout. I thought you were going to say I'm Marine. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he's uh, Eagle Scout through it's the Boy Scouts. about a grown man who's probably 40-ish. I mean, if I was an Eagle Scout, I would still put that I on my resume as a grown-up. chest, yeah. yes. I would put cleanliness. Aww. Respect. Loyalty. Yes. Uh, Thriftiness. But... So it finally worked out for us to do an orienteering event, and it was this paddle orienteering event put on by Lost Arrow Sports up at, uh, in Milford, Michigan, at this big, uh, metro park, actually. Cool. I don't know how many acres it was, but, like, it was a big park. Like, they had Sweet. a water park there. What? Like, like spiral slides and, like, Shut a up. splash pad, like a giant splash pad, two different beaches, probably four different marinas. Oh, Michigan really is... The land of adventure. But, and you know what? I was telling Adam this. I was like, I do feel like other states, you know, Ohio, get your shit together. We don't do green spaces Yeah, as Michigan's well. also more untouched than Ohio in That's a lot true. of ways. Because it we is were a thoroughfare for a lot of goods and services to... You, know, you can't give me that <laughs> face. When yes, you ride I, your bike across no, America with Chris Arndt, you, you don't have go to understand... Mich- I got it. The Pony Express. I don't judge, and but like. I, yeah, they don't, no one goes through Michigan. It's, like, exempt from, like, trade, like, in some ways. Because there's no point to go there. Right. So right, it's, from it's, a... It's untouched. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Pristine. 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 Um, so, yeah, this park was beautiful and, like, uh, lots of wildlife. And anyways, so we went up there together on Sunday, and it was a four-hour paddle orienteering event, which, honestly, I... There are things that I like to do just for the sake of doing them, but I kind of always have these end goals in mind. So, like, I was thinking, this is great practice for nationals. Mm-hmm. Like, we're about mm-hmm. to go do this 30-hour thing where I think paddling is going to be a really big component of it. Like, and I'm really taking my responsibility as a navigator seriously because it will just, you know, it'll just be me. So, it's mm-hmm. like, if something happens navigation-wise, I'll it's be all on. on me. I'll be on as a back, as a extra map person but it is interesting so we got one map at this also this event like we do some of this other stuff and adam was like you know he was like i just don't feel like i get to contribute in that way and i was like i know it's like a weird adventure racing is weird in that way yeah and i thought maybe because it was an orienteering thing that maybe we'd get to but i mean i guess that it makes it more difficult it means that everyone has their role to play right that's what probably gives it you know what though i I would venture a guess that it's not to make it more difficult. I think it, because knowing then, then how... Then why would they insist that no one else can have them? I don't know. But when I think about how hard it is, like, time-wise, trying to navigate, no pun intended, navigate the opinion of three people with maps that all have an input of where you should go, that sounds worse than just deciding. 
Yeah. But, but the onus would be on the team if everyone had to look at a map. So, yeah. Good luck. Yes. All of the pressure's on you. Yeah. And I've, I've actually thought about reaching out to the navigators, specifically on some of these adventure racing teams, like Laura's team, mm -hmm. to say, like, what are your tips and tricks as being na navigator? Because I think there are probably some things that apply when you're in a one navigator only situation that maybe don't that you I haven't been exposed to. Don't have to drive home because you're gonna be the most tired. <laughs> but like for example, so there were I'm used to having my inner monologue turned on the whole time, which is like I don't understand what I'm looking at or like sure. that kind of stuff. And I had the thought that during nationals, and I'm not trying to bamboozle you. And Jessica, but I thought I might turn off some of that external debate to give you guys a sense of surety and confidence in what we're mm. doing, because that's you know less... I would rather not. I would rather not. But why? Uh, we're working this out together over yeah, the yeah. podcast, but like, yeah. so that I can try to give you some feedback if I can also look at a map. Because but, I have helped before. Yes. It's happened once so it, in a while. It's not necessarily like I wouldn't ask if I was like, I don't know what to do here, but things like... This or that, you're just going to yeah. be like, this is where we're going. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, if it were me, like, I want you to be there and do the work. You better pull me on my fucking bike, yeah. bitch. And Don't I'm worry gonna, about the and directions. And I hope to also pull you metaphysically. Yes. No, I think you just mean physically. No. I mean, like, um, through the cosmos? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. Um, no, I mean, I mean, like... Uh, emotionally, I suppose. Like, I, I hope to tug at the competitive gotcha. spirit of us, okay. of our team. Gotcha. But yeah, so just things like that, that's what I'm, like, looking to kind of practice at some of these lead-up events. And I think I'm going to, I would like to squeeze in a few more orienteering events before nationals that maybe I wouldn't have otherwise tried to punch in there. So, like, what? <laughs> there's three free weekends between now and then. That I need to maybe fill up with orienteering events. Because I, I want that practice. I think Nationals is going to be crazy from a navigation perspective. Oh, my God. I know. What am I going to do? You don't have to go. No, I have to go. No, you don't. Okay, bye. You have no navigation responsibility. In fact, <laughs> it probably would be better. You have no navigational skills. No, not true. Um, I have like 28% of your 75. I think you have more than that. Oh, good. Yeah. I really do. Good. I think it's a little rusty because we've done a few things that, like, yeah. we haven't need, needed to do it. True. True, true, but, true. But, like, you but are I mean, I've probably, all winter I've probably just like I did. two years in a row. Yes. Well, I've done two full orienteering seasons. Yes. You're not a chump. You're not a navigational no. chump. Thank you. So, paddle orienteering. Yes. It was, so this is the second year that they've held this event, and last year it was three hours, paddle only, and this year they added a trek portion, so an on-foot portion, and made it four hours, um, which I thought was really interesting because uh, it just was. So there was... It could change the playing field completely. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because I feel like my expectations for a paddle-only event are very different than a paddle and foot event. And I was trying to, like, I was kind of guessing at what the people would be like that do a paddle event. And it was, yeah. like, every what? orienteering event oh. where you're like, whoa, this is, like, and not, like, the same people. I mean, just like every other orienteering event. Because you're like, wow, there are people doing this literally in Crocs, and there are people that are doing it in, like, full tri-kits. Oh, yeah. 
and everything Whoa. in between. Because all of the, so you got a map like a Rogaine style that had all the points and all the points were optional. So you could still go out, and I'm sure that some people did this. I think some people still just did the paddle points and didn't do the on foot Oh, okay, cool. So like, they were getting in their boat for a day in the boat. So yeah, like, that sounds swell. And like, people had their like little coolers that they were putting in the canoe. Oh, and I was like, I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, I wasn't even Different thinking about flavor. that. Exactly. So, you know, to each their own. If hmm. the cooler in the boat, you I know, say. I know it. There's got to be too many rules at nationals. And at yes, and at points, uh, Adam and I were joking like, "Are you drunk? Are you drunk? Should we be? Should we be why drunk right we, now? Why yeah. are we not drunk right now?" <laughs> but um, so we did. Uh, so we started out with our route, route planning, and there was actually the guy that uh, won the four-hour division as a very experienced navigator at Nitro Gain was there and happened to be sitting at our same picnic table, maybe to his chagrin uh, later, but it didn't seem like it. Sorry. And so I ended up talking about route selection with him for this event. He would go on to win the Whoa, paddle Cool. Um, but it was very reassuring because I was like, here's what I was planning on doing, and he was like, this is what I'm doing, which just happened to be, like, on the foot section. It was the exact opposite direction of okay, what I was but doing, but the exact the same, same trajectory. Flow. So it was kind of, like, same difference. Great. Um, so it was like, oh, cool. And, like, uh, other things to consider, like, from a paddle event that I hadn't considered. So he was talking about, like, well, you know, the wind is supposed to stay pretty calm all day, but if, it, if the wind were to pick up, I would definitely do this stretch first. And I was like, wind... I was like, oh my god, I so hadn't even thought variables. about it. Like, I hadn't even considered that. And luckily, it didn't end up being a factor or wasn't a factor for the day. But, like, again, when? thinking about nationals, like, that could totally come into play where you're like, okay, the the beginning of the day is supposed to be fine, but the end of the day is supposed to be super windy. Like, then we put a sail up? No, but, like, uh, maybe... I know, I know we don't, but I don't understand. Like, that you'll be, like, happy paddling against a headwind yeah so like the because the way the the course was set out you essentially started at an island in the middle and there were points that were to the east and there were points to the west so depending on and how was the how was the wibble flowing uh it was a lake it was near oh, so still it water didn't matter so the, but wind, the is, wind but i have a feeling we're going to be on a river and not a lake aren't we somebody should google that I don't actually know. So yeah, I would think so. We're gonna have to look at that because of th that would be a variable on a on a lake, but not so much river. Other things that I had never considered. Uh, I really took away a lot of learnings from this. Is w as we were planning ra the route, Rick was like, "Oh, he's like he goes." So he said, "Just a tip from doing this last year." He said, "Up where these points are, there's a lot of vegetation in the water," and. The whole pond, the whole pond, the whole lake had a lot, had spots where there was a ton of seaweed. Okay. And something that I had never considered as an option, there are points the seaweed was so thick that, like, we were only moving forward when our paddles were in the water. Like, whoa. Whoa. Uh, uh, no like, way. Like, trying to go through, like, but wet concrete. But you can't concrete. use devices to, to, like, set, like, uh. No. Sat in, like, the, um. The density of the... I'm, maybe you can at some events. They didn't have no. it marked on that. But, like, LiDAR... I, mean, I, know, I know that that's a technology that people use yeah. to find things underwater. But, like, if the if the debris underneath the water it was is uh, It was dense, up to the top. Well, but yeah, I don't know. What kind of device do we need now? 
So like, I don't think you need anything as it was just it was just something that even when he said like, oh, there's a lot of vegetation up by these points, I was just thinking like, yeah. So? How did he know that? Because he did it the year before. Oh. So then, but then again, like knowing that that didn't change like what my route selection was because I didn't think about like, oh yeah, if there's a shit ton of seaweed in the water, you will move. You drew way a map slower. that had like the the crosswinds and the density of underwater vegetation. Wow, that's some high-level shit. I'm glad that you're learning this stuff. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's probably something like declination where it's like, oh, you don't need to worry about that. But it is it is good to kind of compile all this information. You make a list and then you kind of forget some of the smaller things like declination yeah, and yeah. seaweed. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I've said so too much in this podcast, so I'll try and refrain from saying that yeah, anymore. Yeah, do that, would you? Yep, I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so. We started out and did three or four paddle CPs, um, which <laughs> the first one right off the bat, I was like, oh, no. Like, I just don't want to have Adam get mad at me because I get us too fucking lost. Mm-hmm. Like, and I did, I did warn him. I said, I said, I will get us lost at least once, if not twice. And he said, you say that with such confidence in your voice. <laughs> I was like, I, I will. will get us lost. I will yeah. get us lost. Um. The first CP was on an island that, looking at the map, I was like, this is going to be easy. Like, it's a, it's a fucking island. And it was a peninsula that was sheltering the inner coast. So that was a later one, but oh. this was very oh, much the same thing. Because you but sent that me the map, and I was like, I can totally see yes, how you would Yes, but the, it all ended up kind of having the same effect, which was, as you're paddling up to something... It was really hard for me, at least, to tell what was in the foreground versus the background. So, like, when an island was in front of the main shoreline, I'd be looking at it and be like, I can't tell if that's the mainland or not. And it wasn't like, once once I knew, then I could see it. It was like, I know that the island is right in front of us, and I cannot see where the edges of it. What's an isthmus? I don't know. Okay, well... Someone out there was Googling it. I just remember when I was in grade school having to learn the difference between, like, a peninsula, an island, and an isthmus. It was on, like, a fifth grade test. I think it's freshwater versus saltwater. You think a peninsula that's in saltwater is an isthmus? People are screaming at us right now. Mm. That's the problem with podcasts, is that people that aren't us know things. Uh, So people send us pictures when they laugh at our podcast. I would like you to send us pictures of your reaction to determining the definition of isthmus. (laughs) Yeah. Or just send us, or just Instagram picture a, an image of an isthmus and then just put birth bark across it. We should just have, like, uh, some weird hashtag or something to tag us in, like, every episode. Like, yes. you know, like, reaction best, picture. Best isthmus Definition friends. of isthmus. Best isthmus <laughs> Biff. Biff. <laughs> That's what you are when you're a paddle You're best uh, isthmus friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you're right, it might be saltwater. We'll see. I can't, I'm going to look it up as soon as this is done. Wait. I'm going to look it up as soon as we're done. Uh, but yeah, things like not being able to ter- determine where an island was in front of you or not being able to see the end of a peninsula and where that ended in relation to the shore behind it. I was not expecting that. Like, Yeah, I don't think I could have known that that would have 
the problem because it seems so clear on a map. You're like, there's no way I could determine that these things are... And we haven't been exposed to that because when we did the adventure race, it was a river. The, the river coast, the river coast, and the islands were in front of us, mm-hmm. so we always could see the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, towards the end, there was two islands that there was, like, a channel between them to mm-hmm. get back to the finish. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, until we were, like, super close to the shore, I was like... I don't see where the break is in between the islands. Oh, you thought you were just going to ram into a land? Well, I just thought, like, we might get up here and this channel that we need to go through to get back to the finish in time. I was just worried we might not, it might not be there because it was like, I think I know what I'm doing. I think I know what I'm doing. I think, and then I'd be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not just completely lost. (laughs) Totally. Um, And then things like, I don't know how to gauge uh, distance and speed yet. Like, I definitely recognize that when we're orienteering on foot, you know, I'm usually counting paces, but there's still like a, and it's from running too, not just orienteering. There's definitely something in my head that kind of ticks to say like, it's been a Yes. 100 meters. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but that will even change from lake to river. Yes. So like, so paddling and being looking at the map and being like okay so we should be going about 300 meters down the shoreline you don't fucking know and i was like i was like we must have passed it and especially and it was just one control point that we were on like a straight it was on a straight stretch of shore so it wasn't even like oh we're looking for a little bump out in the coastline or we're looking for an inlet it was just a section of straight coast and just trying to judge distance, it was like, surely we've gone 300 meters. And then it was like, nope, I think we've gone no, 30 meters. No, Yeah, judging dis- like distance and speed while in a boat is almost impossible mm-hmm. for me. I have no clue how to do that. I spent very little time on a boat as a child. And so Adam and I worked to try and figure out about how long it was taking us to get from checkpoint to checkpoint How many boat. kilometers did you cover in total that day? We ended up doing 12 and a half miles Holy. between boat and foot. 12 and a half miles? Not even kilometers. Holy shit. So we did three and a half miles of that on foot. So we did nine miles in a boat. That's that's way more serious than what we did at the adventure race. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I have to give Adam so many kudos. So yeah. What was the mood like? Great. We never, we never like squabbled. He never got frustrated with me. Like, uh, we did the on foot part, which was probably, it was just under an hour to do the whole foot part, which again... Adam's been working his face off, Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. not been training for this. Like, Mm -hmm. even if he knew, like, hey, we're going to do three and a half miles on foot, he would have not had time to do it. And he he hung in there. I I almost hate to say this, but whatever, margaritas. I kind of thought, like, this motherfucker is hanging out with me a lot, keeping up with me a lot better than he should be when I've been training my face off and he's been working. But it it was awesome. He has some good baseline fitness. Yes, he does. this is kind of what Adam's like. Yes, he He does. He could probably just, like, dig you a ditch this afternoon. Yes, it's the manual labor strength. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) He also just has, like, a genuine toughness to him. Yeah, and he really, like... Uh, it was funny, though, when we were on the on foot part, he was like, he goes, if I wasn't here, you'd probably be running this whole thing, wouldn't you? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no. Recalibrate yourself, No. Friend. I was no. like, definitely not. I was no. like, we still have three more hours worth of effort we need to put out. I was like, no, you are not holding me up. Like, it is 90 degrees. Like, also, I was surprised because with the addition of the on foot part and... It, not having been there the year before, I thought, I think in my head, I thought that it was going to be a cakewalk for the foot part. And not like, 
you know, were they more challenging checkpoints on foot? Yes, they were. Ooh. Like, like a reentrant that doesn't exist on a map. Like, no, but like gullies that were covered in vines. Whoa! And like technical. Like I was happy I wore pants, and Adam got his his shins kind of scraped up. So oh. like I kind of thought like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that this is part of my skill set. But I mean, and there was a couple that were. I mean, they were, they were hid, they were not hidden, but I mean, they were, they were down in the thing. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where you look and you're like, oh, it's probably on the edge of this. And then you're like, is it, da- is Do it I down in there? in it? And I had to get in the thing several times. So. Whoa. And yeah. then, uh, how did you guys do? Uh, so I said so again. We, I was, as we were getting to the last, maybe, I think it was when we had an hour and 15 left, I said something to Adam, like, as a time check, I was like, we have an hour and 15 minutes left, and we were kind of, like, on the far reaches of the course, and he was amazed that the time had gone that fast, and I, I, we know from experience, it, like, all of a sudden, it It goes, like, no matter what the time frame is, like, at least three quarters of it, you're like, oh, what Holy the, shit. What happened? Yeah, like gone. even when we did Nitro again, I know that was like a challenging thing. It still it was, was it still was like, oh my god, we only have two hours left. Yeah. Out it of wasn't, eight hours. It wasn't hard until the last two hours. It, right. it was like like wow the time has flown by and then it's like, oh my god, I like this is to stop now. As soon as I feel like I realize the time, I want it to be over. And it's <laughs> so I was prefacing all this with Adam. I was like, I go, inevitably, every time doing an event like this. We get down, we get close towards the end, and Lauren is saying, we should head back now, and I'm saying, no, we should get two Mm points, we should get two more points, we should get two Mm -hmm. more points, and I was like, and she ends up, like, being pissed about it the whole time we're doing it, I was like, and then it ends up being just about enough time, and we make it just in the nick of time. Yeah, I won't question you again. (laughs) Yes, you will. Yeah, I will. It's okay. I'll get really nervous You really like being on time. I get it. I cannot let you fuck. Uh, yeah, you can't let me up. fuck. Fuck it up. <laughs> Nationals is too serious. Uh, yeah, I will not. I will not have us be late. But I've also seen a lot of the winning teams have times like nineteen forty. Like they, they, or not nineteen forty, twenty nine forty. Like they're really like button up against that thirty hour. Anyways, so I had I already let Adam know like. Uh, we had thought at one point that we would be able to clear the course and then it became apparent that we wouldn't, but considering what, what skill experience and, uh, physical level we, we were at for that day, we totally maxed out what we were, we were able to do, which was awesome. Sweet. But so I had prefaced with him, like, we're going to get towards the end and like, we should really squeeze it out. Like it's going to feel really tight. And I'm, I'm ne- I never want to be late for the deadline because for their event, it was, uh, every minute was 50 points off, 50 Holy points, which cow. is a checkpoint. How- that's a oh, whole well, checkpoint, okay, yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's heavy. So because the checkpoints were 50 to 90 points a piece, so even the hardest one, I mean, you're essentially losing a whole checkpoint every minute that you're late. So we get towards the end and... We started to keep track of about how long it was taking us to get from like normally space checkpoints. And sure. It was like ten. It was Wait, like. And your 10 final minutes. chunk is boat or walk? Boat. Okay. Yeah. So we only had one on foot chunk that was an hour that we did. At, so we did like four boat points, an hour on foot, and then the rest was on. Uh, okay. In the boat. Got it. Um, so we had like forty minutes left, and 
there was, uh, and we ended up getting four checkpoints, like in that last 45 Hell minutes. Hell yeah. Wow. That is some, you were blown. Yeah. So we, because we figured out it was taking about, it was taking about 10 minutes. We had gotten the fourth to last point, and then we ended up doing two two checkpoints that were closer to the finish that were on islands, which was actually really cool because they were on islands that were off Turtlehead Islands. And they were ones where you needed to park your boat on the side, and because we were a two-person canoe team, somebody could stay with the boat, and then the other person could go in. And so it was these larger islands that the checkpoint was, like, in the middle of the island. So Adam would stay in the boat, and I would run in. And uh, one of them was, like, the ruins of a building, like, on the top of the hill, which was super cool. And even the islands were heavily wooded. Cool. Like, um, so it was really cool. And also, because I have not quite figured out the hydration and nutrition in a boat. Yeah. When I went to get out of the boat, it was like standing up after you're too drunk. And I was like... What? Oh, <laughs> like something's wrong and in the matrix. And move this high, and then like, they set it down with this much yeah, force. So, like the the island where it was ru- where the CP was at a set of ruins. There was like two sets of ruins, like on the top of like really small knolls. And I got to the first one, and I literally just stood there like a deer in headlights because I was like, "Do not just turn and run," because I felt like turn and run, like to the next one, because I knew oh. that there was two sets of ruins because. I, my head kind of felt like I could be looking right at the thing. Sure, sure. And then I would just... Don't stop Then now. I would just leave. So I Don't was like... I stood there and I was like, calm down. What are you supposed to be doing right now? Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like... That's like the essence of all of Orange. Yeah, so I was like, I'm looking for an orange and white control point. And was like scanning the ruins because I was like, I will waste a lot of fucking time sure. if I turn and run. And so I was like, it is not here. You can go now. I went over to the other ruins, and I was like, okay, good. I got it. And then it was funny, other stuff that I've just never thought about before. When I went to go run back towards the boat, like, I didn't take a bearing to go in. I just knew that, hey, it's essentially at the highest point. When you get to the water, you're done. Yeah, you just turn around and go back the way you came, which you and I know. Trying to just turn around and go the way you came never works out the way that you thought. Luckily, I didn't have to worry about it too much, and it wasn't like I, I fucked anything up. But as I was going back to the shore, I was, like, hollering at Adam, like, where are you? Like, where are you? And I would just keep calling. Oh, this calling. is the Marco Polo yes, situation. Yes, and just calling and respond until I could see him. Because, again, the woods were so heavy. Like, even once I got to the shore, it was still I, couldn't, I couldn't see, like, down the way to know where he was. Survivor. So, um, yeah, it got me thinking about, like, again, nationals where it's, like, you know, if somebody's not with the boat, like, you you have to take a bearing popcorn. to get back to your boat. You leave popcorn? Yeah, you leave popcorn. That's not illegal in Venturis. <laughs> I but, also just love that in 2019 that you can say, I scanned the ruins without having played a video game. <laughs> exactly. So that was, one, that was the second to last uh, checkpoint we got. We hopped over to the next island. And the clue was in the old bathrooms and so i get on there and there was two sets of pit toilets oh like just like not in use anymore dilapidated whatever filled with leaves and they had the cp hanging in the men's room like it wasn't right. over the toilet okay. it was in the it was in the chute before you turn into All the right, fill fine yes because i had the same thought um however it was in the men's bathroom that's not okay <laughs> but 
again, one of the things I love about orienteering and any of the adventure race stuff that we do is you get to see all this stuff that you would never see yeah, otherwise. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we've... Run- Unless you're 16 looking for a place to smoke weed, exactly. you would never find Exactly. It. Orienteering should just be called find the weed places. <laughs> um, but we, I mean, you and I have experienced this where there's places that we run a ton and then we do an orienteering event there and it's like, like i've never shit. been here there's an entire abandoned building from the 1980s where exactly. like some, some child's room has it's, been left completely it's awesome intact. so but like so i'm on this island with these two old bathrooms there's no other anything on this island it's just woods and old bathrooms and i was makes you wonder i was i was uh speculating with adam later i was like what like what used to be on there before that there needed to hunting. be bathrooms hunting sheds on an island? Why, Lauren? Why would there be deer? And then I thought, the like, island? maybe people used to paddle out there to camp. And like, how romantic is that that you would paddle out to camp, and then there would be bathrooms? That there was bathrooms on an island. It is very confusing to me. And then I also thought, with climate change, maybe that island used to be connected. Uh-huh. I have no idea. Ew. Ew. So if there is somebody from like Lost Aerosports listening or somebody who knows the history of the Kensington Metro Park really well, I would love to know why there's bathrooms on an island. Same. So we did the two islands. I had left like two really easy checkpoints that were pretty close to the start finish for last because it just makes it a lot easier to do that and be like, oh, I've got five minutes. I can do one of those. We hit, we hit one of the two that were close to the start finish area. But I was kind of validated because we did uh, we did the one of the two checkpoints near the start-finish area, and there was another team that hit the one of the two checkpoints at the same time we did. They went for the other one. We did not, and they came back late. So, And it was a 50-point oh, checkpoint, no. so it was kind of like a wash. Like, if you went for the other one and came back, it would be a wash. But anyways, we finished with, like, Six minutes to spare. Like, used up all our time. True it was perfect. style. It was perfect. Um, and we walked it in after we got our last Sweet. one, which that never happens. Sweet. I'm usually, like, puking a lung out because I'm sprinting so hard. Um, Lies, but okay. But we ended up getting 25 of 29 checkpoints, and we got eighth of 31 teams. That's baller. I feel like it's baller. It's and I, baller. And especially because my... Uh, calibration on how because every time I do an orienteering thing I'll be like I feel like that went pretty well and mm-hmm. then I'm like I'm last or I'm second no, to last you are nowhere near that this time yeah this is this is a good result for you. yes this is really good so I was super stoked because I, I was prepping it Adam all day to be like just however you're, you're gonna get 27th out of 31 however so however you think we did we will have done much worse mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. how many times have we had our confidence blasted to smithereens because Most. even when it feels like you've done really well there are just people out there who have navigated way way better and faster and like the same phenomenon that happens at every other event which is like uh, you see somebody in Crocs and you're like, well, I could probably beat them. Although I don't even actually no. genuinely have I that no thought lo- anymore. No. I, no I used to, and now I'm like, they can come out in full scrubs with a do rag on, which they have, and yeah. I, I'll be like, I, sir, bow to you because I know better. Yep. And there was, uh, like, we came across another competitor on the on foot section, and like, you know, like, dude's just out there doing the thing and just moving at a way faster clip than I could. Sweet. Um, but it was really fun. 
I, again, learned a lot for nationals. Uh, my biggest, my biggest things that I'm still working out are eating and or drinking while in the boat. Five straps with a soft flask on them. I learned how to get in a canoe from the water, which I did not know before. We'll have to review that later together. I'm going to describe it because it'll be fun. Okay. So you straddle the point of the canoe. So, like, you get up like a frog and, like, put the, the canoe point. Like, you mm-hmm. get up like that. The tip of the canoe. Yes. The tippy canoe. Yeah. And so you come up on the front or the or the back. And then you get in. That does make more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Physics-wise. So I did that three separate times and we didn't we never tipped our boat. Well good. I'm glad we can dock a boat now without anyone fucking that shit up. Uh oh, I also have to tell a short story about one of the checkpoints we it was like in a not an inlet, but it was between the main body of water. Or the main shoreline and an island, so there was like a little channel of water, and so we're boating along, and then all of a sudden there's cattails, shore to shore, mm, swell, and so we're going along the side of the cattails where it looks like there's an opening, and it does the Willy Wonka phenomenon, so we essentially ended up portaging our boat in the water, <laughs> so oh. we both got out, we were in thigh high deep black brown <sighs> water, god damn it, pushing the boat through the cattails. Uh, and clearing a path that way, but we got the checkpoint, and somebody else opted to portage their boat on land, and they were, it was a slower route, so, and then we came back and managed to hit a way that we didn't have to get out of the boat, so. So, snips. Cat, cat tails it is. Snips. Um, but yeah, thanks, Adam, for coming out with me on that adventure, because, fuck, if I were you, I wouldn't have the energy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He might have had the best time, who knows? Maybe. I hope so. He said he'd be down for another one. Hell yeah. But which yeah. Um but yeah, thanks to Lost Arrow for a really great event. They had they were grilling cool they were grilling hell. food afterwards. Uh, they yeah. I love a good party. I mean if you're gonna suffer while you're quote having fun, you might as well have a hot dog. <laughs> it was funny, I was explaining to Adam as we were going along that uh I was like, this is a phenomenon of recognizing why you don't do the things that normal people do to have fun. Because people in Michigan know how to do recreation. So, like, sure there, was, there was, like, a multi-use trail throughout the whole park. We saw people... <sighs> so good at trails. We saw people biking and running and roller skiing. Have you seen somebody roller ski before? No. So they're, like... Uh, oh, yes. Yes, I have. Yes, I yes, have. Yes, with, like, yes, the Nordic poles. There yes, was a runner that was out that was asking us where the trail was, and I I had to be like, we're not on a trail because we're not doing a thing. But he was out. Uh, I mean, I know it's it's pretty common to use poles while trail running, but I think he was Nordic running. Like, cool. he was Yeah. So just all kinds of different flavors there. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Michigan's cool. Michigan is cool. So any other questions about that? No, I think you covered it all. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, eight out of thirty-one. I mean, that's like Fuck yeah, that's, that's like that's the amazing. best I've ever done in an I'm really pumped thing. on it. And it wasn't even like eighth out of eighth because only nine people showed no, up. No, I definitely like <laughs> fist pumped the air alone in my cubicle when I found out how well you did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, uh, but we continue our our journey of trans Rockies training, as we said, in four weeks, and I'm extremely amped. I'm a hundred percent amped. 100% positivity, 100% amped. And I, I just, the weekend, these next weekends are going to go by like... I know, I know, it almost worries me a little bit. 
I'm really gonna try to pour myself in. I've legitimately started, as you can see, I've started like piles and bags I of stuff see. to pack for different things. It's odd. I, it does look crazy. It looks like you're about to. Because that's get... coming back from camping, coming back from paddle orienteering, going to Colorado, going to Trans Rockies. Cool. Uh huh. I've kind of done the same thing, so I'm on board. But I'm, yes, we still have like two days of outfits to figure out. I know. I've been time slipping through our fingers. Uh, no, not at all. I'm brainstorming constantly while I'm working. I have like. A running list of like how much I want to do certain costumes and like I have a hierarchy of needs. Oh, point system? Okay. You know, we should totally crowdsource some things because uh so if you have an idea Especially of, buddy buddy outfits. Exact that's what I was gonna say. We've come and admittedly Dynamic I, duos. I have not had time to even let my brain rest and figure this out for me because usually I will uh, absorb like a conundrum, which is like, what are some famous duos that would be fun to dress up as? And usually I can leave it in my brain for a while and it will pop an answer out to yeah. me. And right now it's just like, ah, ah, Yeah, ah. I know, I know. I but know. yeah, so if you have any uh, fun duos for us to dress up as for Trans Rockies, you know. And Mario and Luigi is at the table because she says no mustaches because it's going to be hot. It, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a hot runner. Fine. Yeah. So no mustaches this time, guys. Although, hmm, you know, oh, I've never looked this up before. Do you think there's, like, temporary tattoo mustaches? I'm not doing that. Why not? Okay, I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as an option. You're right. Because, I mean, there is. There's that a... exists, and we can do it, and all we need is some baby oil. Because there is a whole category of stuff that, like, I wish we could do that I don't think will work because the race is actually challenging. Like, I would do a wig. I would do a different wig, a wig every day. I'm doing a wig. I don't care. Remember that time when we did the most photographed six-day race ever and we couldn't get our mustaches to come off? I know how to get a mustache. A Great. Temporary tattoos off. Sure you do. Okay. And would it be the, it would be really funny to be dressed up as like cute whatever with temporary tattoo mustache residue. No, it would not be cute at all. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's on my brain is Trans Rockies outfits. But I'll be in Colorado this upcoming week and then we actually have a free weekend the weekend of July 27th. So I'm either filling it with an orienteering thing or six hours of sugar loaf. That's my debate. That's what I'm thinking. I think I'm in Burning River, so I don't think I have a free oh, weekend yeah, at all. Yeah, that's Burning Weekend that yeah. weekend. Yeah, so, goodbye my life. Yeah, um, but other things coming up that we should mention. So we have a joint event coming up with Sugar Stride on July 31st in Columbus. Very if you're in Columbus, you better be at this motherfucking event. Do not fucking let us down, you fucking pussies. Show up to Hoofhearted. Do it, fucking do it. July 31st, <laughs> do it, fucking do it. But, no, creeps. but legitimately, but come it. to Hoofhearted on July 31st. Do it. Come. Come to fucking Hoofhearted. Just come hang, come hang out. Come hang out. Come hang out. You don't have to run. Just fucking be there. Uh, and, you know, continue to support us on Patreon. You guys are the you guys are the best. Our marketing strategy is to give people nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> and to call them barfers and make gross noises at them and threaten them. <sighs> but, yeah. Keep uh, liking, reviewing, and subscribing, and showing us, us on Patreon. Yeah, showing us where your birth barf stickers end up is fucking rad. We do love I, that. I, you know how you get I, more birth barf can stickers I just, if you join Patreon. Can I just admit how much I like seeing where people put their birth barf stickers? No, I, I already not, know. I, I already know that you're home. Like, oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't already know. know that this was a thing that I enjoyed so much. But like, I'm like, where is it on your car? Is it on the yeah, back? Is yeah. it on the side? No, like, I, I know that you're geeking out. I can feel you geeking out when I see the pictures. Uh, yep, that's and, pretty cute. And, and it's pretty cute. When our uh, super fan 
Brian said he got a new water bottle to find a good home for a burp so first sticker. Oh, great. I mean, that's great. A super fan. Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. But uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, until next time, we are. Burp!